Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's still March, which means talking season in the NFL. Lamar Jackson wants out of Baltimore and the ghost of Mayflower's trucks past are calling again. Aaron Rodgers is still wandering in the proverbial wilderness, and when I look for petty beefs to be resolved with, I don't know, questionable overreactions, I go to one place, spring training umpires. Don't get run. Let's go around the horn, kiddos. Crap. You've got to be so annoyed by the end of spring training. It's the worst place to Truly be. Truly is the worst. Yesterday, we learned about the Lamar Jackson trade request. Today, we check in on the reverberations. Colts GM Chris Ballard said the team will consider a trade. Quote, anytime a special player is available, which he is, you've got to do the work. End quote. Since Andrew Luck retired, the Colts QB revolving door is Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and Matt Ryan. Mina, how is a potential fit between Lamar and the Colts? Well, considering the uh, names you just reeled off there, from the Colts' perspective, probably looks pretty good. I think they should aggressively be pursuing the former MVP for a number of reasons. Right now, because the Colts are likely to pick the third quarterback taken in the draft, they are hoping, betting, if they stick to that position, that that third pick can somehow go toe-to-toe with the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, the other elite guys in the AFC. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson, you got a guy who actually has gone toe-to-toe with those quarterbacks, and I view it as a very nice football fit with their new head coach, Shane Steichen, who's coming from Philadelphia Eagles team, where he took quarterback in Jalen Hurts, made the most of his dual threat ability, and expanded his passing repertoire. I love this for Indianapolis. I definitely think they should be on the phone. And for people who say it's too risky, well... So is taking the third quarterback in the draft. I'm going to let that elite slide because my name isn't Tony. Tim, your thoughts on what's going on? <laughs> I, I mostly agree, although I can't tell from the quotes from Ballard and, and Ursay whether they're desperately pursuing Lamar Jackson, which they should be, or they want to sell to their fans, hey, we're trying here, and if we come up short and Gardner Minshew's starting in September, don't get mad at us. Uh, so hopefully uh, they're the one team doing You know, it. It's been puzzling that there's been so – Little said about Lamar. I understand the price is high, both both the draft picks and, and, and the money. But as Mina said, you put him and Jonathan Taylor uh, doing read options. You look what Jalen Hurts and, and Miles Sanders did. Uh, you can only imagine what the Colts can do with it. So this would be a perfect fit. David Dennis Jr., what do you think about the Lamar situation? Yeah, my, my Italian brother, uh, Clint Yates, I think that this thing is sounds like a bunch of lip service. It's very Kaepernicky a little bit in saying that, yeah, we really like this guy, we want him. But Ursay's comments basically made this dead on arrival. He is vehemently opposed to guaranteed contracts, and that's something that Lamar Jackson, you know, is, is part of what he wants. So this does not seem, even though it seems like a good fit on the field, this does not seem like they can make a contract thing work out between these, these two organizations. So it just feels like it's going nowhere. Izzy, what do you think about how this is going so far for Jackson? 
Well, my, my first instinct was to just take a deep breath and say, wow, things are back to normal because somebody wants Lamar Jackson because we were all losing our minds because it didn't seem like any team wanted him. Now a team that desperately needs him clearly says that they want him. I'm a little with David there, wondering if it's a little bit of lip service, wondering if they're going to go the guaranteed money route here. But I do think if you're talking about a franchise that knows what it's like to have a franchise quarterback and knows how you know useful and how necessary that is, it's the Colts. And look, I, I understand you know Jim Irsay maybe not wanting to throw guaranteed money around. But again, and I said this yesterday, if you are going to have Lamar Jackson, if he gets hurt, it doesn't really matter how much guaranteed money you're giving him. You're losing him for whatever period of time that is. And you're going to have to go ahead and take that gamble with the guy like Lamar Jackson. You don't get this opportunity very often. Am I the only one that thinks it would be completely wild if Baltimore lost their franchise player to Indianapolis the same way they lost an entire franchise to Indianapolis. Anyway, David, is there any other team that you think probably should be, you know, focused on landing Lamar? Yeah, the Baltimore Ravens. Like, <laughs> that is the team. Like, how can you let this guy go? Keeping Lamar Jackson is the difference between being a Super Bowl contender and purgatory with no end in sight. Yeah, you can get a few draft picks, but this is a once-in-a-lifetime MVP-type quarter or MVP quarterback that you, that you need on your squad. So they need to do everything they can to keep this guy. Tim, last word. I still don't buy that the Washington Commanders – think they're going to compete in what is now a pretty loaded NFC East with Sam Howell as quarterback. They're the ones who need him. Yeah, all right. Well, you know what? It's not really the NFL talking season until we get to, of course, Meek Mill and Robert Kraft football text. Ah. Kraft says the rapper texted him that Lamar wants to be traded to, shocker, the Patriots. Okay, I guess that's how that works these days. Those Patriots with the longest Super Bowl odds in the Belichick era after yet another middling season. Here is how Robert Kraft sees it. I think we're, we're in a transition phase. I think we've made some moves this year that I personally am comfortable with. And um, I still believe in Bill. Tim, is that a vote of confidence for a six-time Super Bowl winning coach? And is that even necessary? Well, I'll say this. It seems a little early for Bill Belichick to need one. But after 20 consecutive winning seasons for Tom Landry, three years later, he was fired after three losing seasons. Now, that involved an ownership change, but that time was coming anyway. Uh, this, it doesn't last long. What you did five or six or seven years ago doesn't really matter in the NFL. The Patriots have a, a very unimpressive, uninspiring offensive team, and, and it's hard for anybody to get excited about saying, oh, this team, as you said, 70-1 to 1 Super Bowl odds that they're going to do something. So in some ways it is necessary for that vote of confidence. Mina, how do you feel about things at the top in New England? Yeah, I think it is necessary. Look, Bill Belichick is not on the hot seat. However... He is deserving of criticism coming off of last season. You know, when, when a team struggles, usually there's a lot of reasons, personnel, bad luck, scheme, whatever. The reason why the Patriots struggled, the biggest reason lies directly at the feet of Bill Belichick himself, which is he didn't bring in a real offensive coordinator. He hired his friends. He deserves all of the criticism for that, which I actually believe might be the worst mistake of his incredible coaching career. So, yes, Bill Belichick is fine. But he has something to prove this season. I think Robert Kraft believes that. Is you, Cherish, your thoughts? 
yeah, he deserved the criticism for that. And I, I do think it's necessary to give him that vote of confidence. I mean, you look at the team and it's not very exciting. And you look at the obvious history there with Tom Brady and it gives you, hey, you know, we thought that for a while now. There's a little bit more credit goes to Tom Brady than Bill Belichick. And then look at, you know, the way he has this team set up, not just with the offensive coordinator position, but with the quarterback position. And Mac Jones, not really a great vote of confidence there. You probably get, you might have an, a zappy starting at quarterback for you. So I do think if you're the owner, you've got to drill down and say, hey, what do we have to be happy about? Oh, at least we have Bill Belichick. He's still really good. I'm comfortable with the personnel moves, but I'm happy with the coach. David, your thoughts on what's going on in New England? I mean, first of all, I'm wondering if Robert Kraft texts Meek Mill rap lyric suggestions, if that's sort of a two-way relationship they have there. But Bill Belichick can, you know, tout the fact that he's had the last 25 years have been great. But think about the last few years, 25 and 25 in the last three years, no playoff wins in the last four years. And to Mina's point, the reason that their season was torpedoed last year was singularly his bad decision with personnel. So, yeah, you need some sort of vote of confidence right now. To Mina's point, then he gets the points. By the way, I mean, am I the only one that thinks about what these texts are even like. I mean, the emojis must just be completely off the charts. I just can't even. That's great. Anyway, moving on the hoops. Virginia Tech, another win. The one seed that not one person is talking about in the Final Four without much worry. The one seed everyone is talking about, South Carolina. Well, they sweated out a first quarter before clamping down on Maryland off loots to another double-digit victory. That sets up a TV exec dream. Caitlin Clark in Iowa against undefeated South Carolina. David, what has been your takeaway from how South Carolina has rolled through this tournament? This is what March Madness is actually about. Yes, the upsets are nice and the early rounds, but what it's really about is a dominant, potentially dynastic team making its way to the Final Four. All double-digit wins and setting up a potential classic against Iowa and Caitlin Clark. This is the marquee matchup for March, and I cannot wait to see that. Caitlin Clark is responsible for 62% of her team's points going against a dominant defense, and we're either going to see a legacy dynastic championship team or the best single-person March Madness run that we've ever seen. Izzy, are you as pumped as David Dennis for this? Yeah, because you not only have to have the Goliath, but you have to have the team that could beat them. And Iowa can do that. And look, you look at what South Carolina did. It's crazy impressive. They just did it last year. Last year, only one team got within 10 points of them in the tournament. This year, what, was it Maryland within 11 there? Um, but they don't, they're not, they didn't just cruise over Maryland. That was a game in the third quarter. It wasn't, you know, they didn't really separate themselves until late in the third quarter. And you know how South Carolina does it. They do it with defense. They do it with rebounding. Iowa's going to make some shots. Iowa is going to make a ton of shots in all likelihood. So over probably contested uh, contested shots, actually. So, yeah, I do think it's going to be quite the clash. It's going to be perfect, and it's exactly what the sport needs. You've got the Goliath, and you've got the other exciting team that could possibly take them out. Mina Kimes, can Caitlin Clark do this? I have loved watching Iowa. Caitlin Clark has been so electric. But we're about to see what happens when a girl who can really shoot the rock meets a hard place, and that hard place is South Carolina because this team is deep. They are efficient on offense. They're incredible. I mean, on defense, you're talking about Maryland. Oh, they gave them a hard time. It was over by the fourth quarter, and that's the team that came the closest to giving them a hard time. Just waves and waves of talent. I expect them to beat Iowa. I expect them to win the whole thing. Tim Kalashaw, your thoughts on what is arguably the better tournament? I will say this. Uh, the last time this tournament came to Dallas five years ago, UConn lost in the semis. We thought that was more impossible than South Carolina losing to Caitlin Clark in Iowa. And Iowa, that, that Caitlin Clark team, they have five players who've started 90 games together. 
The Mavericks don't have five guys who've started 90 games together. Nobody starts 90 games together. That's a lot of that's a lot of knowledge, and uh, we'll see what it transpires to Friday night. I am very much looking forward to this on a ton of levels. Let's see who's in the lead here. Mr. Dennis, I like your jokes. Times, Mina, by the way, it's football season, so when it comes down to talking about football, I trust her. Fire sales next. Thanks. Season. <laughs> Always football season. <laughs> Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. News of the day in the NBA. Nets coach Jacques Vaughn says the Nets are shutting down Ben Simmons for the rest of the season. Team doctors expect Ben to make a full recovery, who's been out since the All-Star break with back issues. But that's 42 games this season, zero last season. David, are we getting to a place where you're wondering if Ben can ever get back from this? Uh, well, I mean, it depends on how we define back. I mean, is it going to be back on a basketball court? I would imagine so. Is it going to be back with Brooklyn? I would also imagine so because he's got a couple years in his contract and they're going to at least want to kick the tires on the guy that they invested so much money in. But back as an all-star, we haven't seen that in, in many years. This guy's at uh, statistical lows all across the board. So I don't see any way that we're going to see the Ben Simmons that everybody thought they were going to get a few years it's ago. It's a good chair. It seems like we already got the answer to this during the season. I mean, when you watched him play and he was not looking at the basket, did you think it was because of his back or his knee? No. So I think if he can get rehabbed and get his back and knee proper, he maybe can try again to get his head right. But there's obviously something there. And Ben hasn't even looked like the same player he did even three years ago. Yeah, I mean, without knowing the exact details of the injury, I think back to November with Ben himself said that nerve damage can take 18 months to fully heal. It feels like we're not going to see him play basketball for a while. And then to David's point, when he does return, because so much of his game, his what made him so great was predicated on his, his athleticism, I question whether we'll see that again. Tim his points, rebounds, assist line this year, Clinton, was 6-6-6. That's never a good sign, for one thing. Beyond that, uh, he, the defense that made him an all-star year after year, we'd see it 
in very few spots. Uh, you know, maybe when he played Philadelphia, maybe when he got up for a certain game, but a lot of games he was a bad defensive player. And so if, if that's going to be the case, I don't think he has much of a future at all. Am I the only one that's kind of genuinely saddened by this? Like, this guy had a real career, and it's just gone down the drain, and it's actually kind of tough to watch overall. Anyway, moving right along. No Joel Embiid last night. He was out with a calf injury, and it deprived the world of another Jokic-Embiid head-to-head. You know, they could have just hung the MVP trophy above the court and played for it. But no, in Embiid's absence, Jokic went for another triple-double and a Nuggets win. Izzy, did this feel like Embiid ducking Jokic, or does that even matter in the MVP debate? Uh, definitely not Embiid ducking Jokic. I mean, he, he ate him up the last time they played. Uh, but I would say, you know, the MVP debate is going to turn maybe game to game here as we go uh, till the end of the season. And if you look at the Sixers' schedule, they've got back-to-back-to-back games against the Bucks, Celtics, and Heat. And if Embiid plays really well in all three of those, he might be able to sneak out of here with the uh, MVP. Mina Kimes. I don't think this is ducking. I don't think it should determine the MVP. I do think it's a tough look for Joel after he just took shots at Jokic in an interview with Sham Sharani. And you remember he basically subtweeted him and his defense. Well, Joel, you can't take shots off the court if you don't step on it. Uh, so that's, that's an L for him in my book. Tim Kalashoff. No ducking, but I do think it has swung the MVP back the other way. I know the odds say it's even right now. I bet Jok- I'm thinking Jokic is a little ahead, and his team's going to finish first in the West, and that's going to be the deciding factor, whether it should be or not. David Dennis Jr. This is the microcosm of the Jokic-Embiid debate right here. When they actually played, uh, Embiid, who has a little bit more dynamic score, kicked his tail 47 and 18. But the issue that has, you know, helped Jokic get MVP is availability. He's played 93% of the games during this MVP run. Embiid's only played 78%. So we have that debate between the two. And we're going to be debating this until the last game of the season. Uh, you know, it's up in the air. I'm still leaning towards Embiid just for defense. As we should. Yeah, the best, abil- uh, the best ability, availability. So why not just wait until the season plays out? Moving to the NFL. Aaron Rodgers versus the Packers, part 999. We've heard tons from the QB about how the team has bungled the relationship, but now we're hearing from the Pack. GM Brian Gutekunst said the name, said the team reached out many times apparently and never heard back. I know that feeling. Mina, where are we today with the drama? Okay, so this is a he said, he said between Rodgers and Gutekunst. I won't tell you who I think is telling the truth. What I will tell you is this. This matters. The fact that Brian Gutekunst is willing to basically take a shot at Rodgers tells you that he's willing to take this thing all the way. Because when we debate leverage or who has the leverage, one point that people say is, well, would the Packers really drag things out with a franchise icon? That sounds like a guy who's willing to do it. Tim Kalashoff. Quarterbacks who stay in one place 15 or 16 years, why does it always end badly somehow? Even if it's forgotten later, it- you know, how does it end with Aaron Rodgers ghosting the Packers? I think this is what should make people sad. David Dennis Jr., your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? Far be it for Aaron Rodgers to be less than forthcoming about anything regarding Aaron Rodgers unless it's on a podcast. So, yes, this makes total sense. If I'm the Jets, though, I'm looking at this and I'm wondering, why am I using, trying to you know, use all these assets for Aaron Rodgers when Lamar Jackson is also right there. Like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are a mess right now. And it's, you're going to, you know, spend all this for a guy at the end of his career when you have in his prime MVP that you could, you know, move those assets and try to get him. It's a good choice. 
On top of that, people are giving Lamar a hard time for not having an agent when Aaron Rodgers comes out of the darkness and announces a trade that hasn't really happened yet, and his team's like, well, he doesn't really talk to us, so we don't know what's going on. Look, it's classic Aaron Rodgers, and if he ends up with the Jets, it's probably the best executed plan he's had in a long time. Fun fact, I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. Tim Kalashaw, you've got a Final Four to cover. It's great to see you. Who we got else? Izzy, I love you, buddy. We'll see you soon. David Dennis, Mina Kimes, Showdown. It's coming up next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Mina Kimes, David Dennis Jr., head-to-head matchup lifetime, one-to-one. Let's get to basketball. Luka Doncic was trapped in the corner last night, and check out this desperation pass. It is a perfect laser assist. Mina, we need a letter grade. Uh, A plus, 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 plus. I I could go on, Clinton. This is unbelievable. Passing's always been my favorite part of Luka's game, but he's topped here anything he's done. Look at him leaving his feet. The level of difficulty to do that, to miss the backboard, and then to hit him perfectly is unreal. David? I'm going to add another plus to that. Did you see how the ball rotated on its axis and spun as if it were pulled by a gravitational pull of the basket? The pass was so good, it has Kyrie Irving wondering about the flatness of the earth. And also, we didn't get any complaints from Luke at the end of that play, which is like an angel getting its wings. Add another plus. (laughs) David Dennis Jr. making me laugh. Moving to the diamond. Yesterday in spring training, we had this moment. Craig Kimbrell, well, there was a pitch clock violation, and JT Real Muto, he reached back to get a ball from the blue, but he pulled back his glove at the last second as Randy Rosenberg, the umpire, dropped it to the dirt. Rosenberg thought he was being shown up, and he tossed Real Muto his first ever ejection. David, is this explainable in any way? 
whatsoever. Yeah, that was the first ever umpire heat check. First, he was quick on the draw on the time uh, on the time penalty, and then you were quick to kick the guy out the game for no reason. The, congratulations, you have your moment. This is a viral moment, but you are never going to umpire a Major League Baseball game mm. ever again. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah, the ump was called up for this one. And, Clinton, for me, this has, like, substitute teacher energy, you know, when you think the kids are making fun of you even though they're not, so you're unnecessarily disciplinarian. It is a bad look for him. Uh, I feel you. As somebody that is subbing right now, I completely understand. Last one. Lots of news coming out of the NFL meetings, but nothing as fun, of course, as the annual coaches photo. Take a look, kiddos. Mina, who stands out the most for good or bad reasons? Well, it's kind of hard not to focus on the four bare legs in the front belonging to Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. To me, this shows confidence. It is 80 degrees in Phoenix. All those other coaches are sweating, but those guys, both legends, not afraid to show a little leg. David? I I can't get over the fact that there are about as many black people on this show right now as there are in that picture out of 32 NFL coaches. We want a a bookmark, landmark of how bad the NFL coaching thing is going right now. Just look at that picture. Mike Tomlin, we see you, playboy. You came home. Good job. David Dennis, take the win. I'm told love is blind. (laughs) Jim Trotter is one of the most important, influential journalist in all of sports. And he has been working for the NFL for the last couple of years. And for the last two years, during the Super Bowl weekend, he's questioned Roger Goodell on the lack of diversity in the NFL newsroom. And we just found out this week that his contract is not being renewed, which is going to take away even more from that diversity in that room. And he deserves better. And the NFL and the people report deserve better also. Thank you, David. That's going to do it. Thanks for coming around, kiddos. We're on a 23 and a half an hour break. We will see you demand.